Frequency Cast Update. Hi, this is Carl. And this is Pete. Each month we bring you the Frequency Cast podcast, our tantalising take on technology. What you're listening to now is our award-winning show. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we can milk it anymore, you know. <coughs> European Podcast Award. Anyway, a mini-show to keep you updated while we're busy working on the next show. So, Pete, you've got some news for me, haven't you? I have lots of news since Show 59 was released. The first one, for anyone that watches telly, ITV has added a plus one service. So it's a one-hour time-shifted version. Oh, that's what the plus one stands for. I thought it was ITV because of that other email we got i thought it was itv2 really <laughs> well there is an itv2 plus one and a three plus one and a four plus one but there's only just been an itv1 plus one why did they take so long i don't know i'm assuming it's sort of current content and and copyright and broadcasters rules and whatever but anyway as of the day we're recording this which is the 11th of january there is now itv1 plus one available on freeview channel 33 sky digital channel 131 freesat channel 112 and virgin channel 114 now if you're with any of those other than freeview that channel will just automatically appear in your listing. If you happen to have Freeview, you're going to need to do a rescan to get that on channel 33. You'll also need to do that same rescan to get ITV2 plus one, which has also moved. So if you're with Freeview, do a rescan of your box or TV to get the new lineup. Well, thank you for that. You're a channel of information. And talking of channels, another piece of news. Heart, you know your favourite radio station? Boom. Now available on Freesat for the first time, Freesat Channel 733. There's just no stopping you, is there? Now I understand, next, you have some news for some Mac lovers, haven't you? Mmm, indeed. It's all App Store news. Now you know the App Store that comes on the iPhone and the iPad, where are apps available, for instance? Absolutely, there are thousands of them out there. Are there thousands or just hundreds? Oh, thousands and thousands and thousands. Apple recently launched a new app store, and this is for anyone that uses a Mac, a desktop, or a computer, as opposed to a mobile device or a tablet. Okay, what is this then, this new application, or whatever? It's an app that runs on the Mac OS platform. It launched on the 6th of January, and it currently offers over 1,000 apps for Mac computers. So the way it used to work was you'd have to go off and hunt and look on people's websites for apps or go out to the shops and buy them and download them. But now there's an app store purely for Mac desktop and laptop computers. Uh, The store apparently got 1 million downloads in its first 24 hours. So how much does it cost for an app? They vary in price. The Mac App Store app is free. The apps start in price, well, there's a few free ones on there. Uh, Normally they're below $5. Uh, They do range uh, upwards quite a bit, though. The most expensive one we found was about $700. But normally you're talking either free or $5 or less. So if you're an Apple Mac user, make sure you get the Mac App Store app for free. What was $700? Yeah, good one. I had to look that one up myself. Um, It's an app called Distribute, which apparently is a single-user purchase inventory and sales manager built exclusively for Mac OS X. So there you go. Was that supposed to make sense? I don't think it makes sense. I think it makes dollars. I've told you before, haven't I, about that joke thing? Right, move on. That was rather cheesy, wasn't it? Next one. Do you remember this device here? Let me hand you this gadget. Oh, yes, the Chumby. Didn't we do this in Show 46? Oh, well done. Well cribbed from my notes there. This is the Chumbi. Michael Johnson, one of our regulars, he's a huge fan of the Chumbi. It's a thing that sits on your desk and has a little screen and shows various feeds and apps and the like. It's now available... In white. Is that what you're going to tell me? No, it's available in loads of different colours. Ours happens to be black, but there are white ones available. It's now available as an app 
for the Android phones and Android tablets. So if you happen to be a fan of the Chumbi, or you want a Chumbi but don't want to lay out over 100 quid for one, you can now get a Chumbi app for your Android device, $4.99. Oh dear. All these discounts flying around everywhere, aren't they? Anyone would think there's a recession going on. Next! Next, it's feedback time. Lots of feedback, actually. We solicited feedback from the last show. You remember we said, if you don't tell us what you want us to talk about, we're going to be very quiet. Well, we got stacks of response. Let us go through some of these. First of all, let's try that one. Oh, we got Derek Johnston. I'd like you to review Virgin's new TiVo box when you can get hold of it and uh, tell us how it squares up against Sky's box. So yes, Virgin Media are going to be updating their uh, hard disk recorder to a TiVo, which is one of these clever gadgets that uh, records your TV shows, but also comes up with handy suggestions and series links and all sorts of other clever things. Yes, it's not out yet. When it is out, we shall try and nab one and do a review. I like this one. This one's from Mike. Uh, he's saying to you, it's Scalextric, not Scalextrix, all right? And that's not me, because I don't call it Scalextrix, I call it Scalextric. So he must be talking about you. Uh, yeah, apparently I'm not the only one that gets the name wrong. And what's it again, Carl? Scalextric. Well, there is one of those applications available for your phone now if you want to play Scalextric on your mobile device. Thank you very much. Who's next? Dave Marvin. I thought it said Dave Martin then. Is that Marvin the Martian? What a cool surname. Do you recognise his surname? Don't talk to me about podcasts. Very good. Just to start, uh, I think your show is very interesting and informative. I don't know what he's listening to. And I always look forward to the uh, the next one. I tell you what, let me read this one. You're going to really struggle with this one. I wonder if any of your techies know, and he's asking us a question. I must admit, I don't know the answer, so I'm going to be throwing this one out to the audience because this is severely techie, over my techie level. But let's see if anyone can help our Dave Marvin here. He says, I wonder if any of your techies know where I can get hold of a PDF data sheet for any of the following Radioscape DAB radio modules, in particular the H. S002 and the KC006, as the suppliers and manufacturers currently listed have all ceased trading. I have two ongoing projects to build modular DAB radios for my car and home, allowing me to listen to absolute radio 80s on my existing equipment. Carl, don't suppose you happen to know where to get a data sheet for uh, an HS002 radio module? Well, I, I, I used to. But if he wants to borrow some of my 80s CDs, I have a fine collection. There you go. So sorry, Dave, we can't help, but maybe one of our lovely listeners out there can indeed give us a hand. We shall let you know in the next show if anybody out there has the answer. And if you do have the answer, please get in touch. And we also have a message from Des. And he says, hi, guys. Love the show, as always. Just thought that your listeners might be interested in a website I've put up. Now, you see, normally we wouldn't give websites a plug. We don't normally tend to plug other people's websites. But this one is actually worth it. What's the address there, Carl? www.worthwatching.co.uk I'm assuming that's television programmes. Yeah, no. Uh, Carry on with what uh, Des has to say there. It reviews live sports shows on your telly and tells you if the recording you have is worth watching. Yes, this is a rather clever little website. So we had a look. Uh, I I went and had a quick look uh, just before we started recording. And one of the current matches was the Fulham-West Bromwich Albion match. And what he's getting at here is if you recorded a sporting event, typically a footy match, and you get back, you think, is it actually going to be worth watching this? So I looked at the the Fulham-West Bromwich match and it said there are three goals, one at the end of the first half and two in the second half. So it doesn't give you the score or tell you who scored what but you know if there's lots of goals and if it's worth bothering to watch which is actually quite a nifty idea yeah well it's quite good what were those two teams again uh fulham and oh, hold on but fulham yeah right i've heard of them what's the other one west bromwich albion no no stop making it up is that something from narnia <laughs> who are they it's like actington stanley <laughs> <laughs> and queen of the hibernians or whoever it is up in scotland do they wear kilts when they play okay now we've got one from jeremy slawson is that slawson slawson i think yeah i just found your podcast 
Very good. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll be looking out for the next one. As a shortwave radio listener, I do know what context CQ is used in. There you go. Yes, yeah, so I said CQ, CQ, CQ in our last little show. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Do you want a tissue for that? Thank you very much. And Jeremy, yes, you're into your shortwave listening. So you know that CQ, the initials CQ, is actually used when you're calling out for someone. And it's seek, as in looking for, you. Seek you. I'm seeking you. CQ. Shall I just shut up now and let you carry on? Huh. Moving on to Richard Pace, who probably is more interesting than you are when you're talking, so we'll go for this. Quite often when visiting various websites, I see an advert banner by Crucial. Yeah, Crucial supply memory upgrades for computers and memory chips, that sort of thing. All right, and it's offering me a 4 gigabyte Dell memory upgrade. They must be scanning my computer to know what memory I have. Is this legal? Yeah, that is an interesting one. So what he's basically saying is he's getting ads served up on various different websites trying to flog in memory for his computer. Now, I must admit, I don't actually think that any of these websites are actually interrogating your computer to find out that your computer needs a memory upgrade and what make it is. Although, if you come home and there's a bright light shining on your computer screen, it might be an interrogation process you've interrupted. Uh, But, yeah, we are seeing more and more of this. This is basically context-sensitive ads. I think what's gone on is one of two things. Either you've been to Crucial at some point and there's a cookie on your machine or you've been using things like the Google search engine to search for either crucial or memory upgrades. If you see the Google adverts down the side of certain web pages, I must admit, including ours, our website has some Google advertising, it actually looks at the content of the page that you're looking at to try and give you relevant advertising. Now, in theory, that's good for the advertiser because it means their adverts are going to work, and it's good for you as a consumer because you're not going to get ads targeted at the wrong person showing up on your screen including adult content, which is trivial, boring, and and monotonous, you mean? That's the kind of stuff, absolutely. Now, there was this service called Form, P-H-O-R-M, which we covered, oh, many years ago. Uh, They did some secretive trials with the likes of BT and TalkTalk, where they would work out what you're looking at, what pages you're looking at and what you're searching for, and at the ISP end would start selling that information off to third parties to target ads. So, yeah, a tricky one, um, and it really depends how you feel. Now, I don't mind seeing adverts on websites, and I don't mind if they're accurate and relevant. What I do object to is lots of ads that are for something I'm completely not interested in. Like sportswear and things like that. <laughs> Clearly not going to be doing any of that, are you? Exactly. What are you so what are your views, Carl? You, if you're, you're surfing, do you feel ads are intrusive? And if you, felt, if you found an ad for something that you might be interested in buying, would you find that a good thing or a bad thing? Honestly, I find ads in total a bit annoying. Of course, there is that catch-22. How else are you going to hear about products? So, Take the example of our website. As you know, FrequencyCast is free, but we do put some ads up on our website and we try and make them relevant to people that are visiting each particular page of our site. Do you think that's a bad thing? No, I mean, I, I appreciate that. It's always good to get relevant adverts. And if you are actually looking on a website for... A say cameras this is actually quite handy because when you're buying a new product you're going to end up needing to buy memory cards and batteries and backup batteries and it saves you a lot of time and effort trying to find one yep i tend to agree so given that we're we're never going to get rid of advertising i think yeah relevant advertising for things you're actually looking for or that you might be in the market to buy are at least better than ads that you're completely not interested in what i would say is there's a new version of internet explorer ie9 due fairly soon and that has something called tracking protection as well as content blocking and that's a clever bit of technology that basically eliminates all the cookies that you're familiar with at the moment but any kind of trace of what you're doing so it's any kind of advertising any kind of google 
interaction, any information about what you've been looking for, that kind of thing. So it will actually make your browsing experience a lot clearer. They won't do any tracking of where you've been, what you've been doing, what your preferences are, that kind of thing. Now, Firefox has already got something vaguely similar, but this new version of tracking protection with IE9 is meant to be really good at blocking any kind of trail. Oh, that's very good. So if you want to get rid of advertising, that's obviously the way to do it. Well, yeah, but... The other side of the fence is from the uh, the website themselves side of the fence. Now, yeah, fair enough. You may not want to be tracked and have adverts targeted at you, but a lot of people that run websites, including us here at Frequency Cast, rely on things like web stats and analytics to work out where our listeners are coming from, how frequently they visit our site, what they're looking for, what search words they use to actually find our site. Now, if all of these sites start blocking this kind of information, then we lose our stats, we lose our analytics, and companies like let's say uh, amazon who have a shopping basket and can see where you are and whether you've got things in your shopping basket and you bought this recently you might be interested in this they're going to start losing that information so there is a danger that if people start blocking their crumb trails as to where they've been their online experience is actually going to get worse so it's an interesting one certainly one for us to watch ie9 tracking protection if it's on by default suddenly website owners and people that make a lot of use of the web might find their lives get harder not so good. Maybe the key answer is to make sure that people that do use uh, advertising on their site are actually tailing it to their visitors instead of being blatant and just mercenary and advertising anything and everything. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Right, uh, one final email. This is from a radio amateur. This is from Mike Dunn, G7ELA, another radio ham. Hello there, Mike. Nice to hear from you, Mike. Uh, he says, I enjoyed the show. Glad to hear you're now a ham. Not me. Any chance of a review of tablets, PC, Android devices rather than the seemingly overpriced and overrated iPad? Yeah, and that's from Mike in Manchester. He's asking there, and he's not the first, to ask for a review of tablet PCs. And in fact, that may well be what we do in our next show. At the moment, I'm in two minds. Either we talk tablet PCs or we talk media streaming and internet-related TV-type stuff. So if you're interested out there and you're listening to our show now, the choice is yours, tablets or interactive TVs and streaming-type stuff. Get in touch and let us know which of those two you'd like. Thank you very much. And, of course, any questions for the next show, send us a message from our site. Call us on 0208133456 or you can send us a text on 07882043521. Please get in touch. Well, that's it for this update. The next full-length Frequency Cast is due out on the 1st of February. Visit www.frequencycast.co.uk to get in touch and to sign up for news updates. And be ready for our next tantalising take on technology. Please tell your chums about us and spread the word. Frequency Cast. Update complete.